problem Game in the they see me as a problem Some of you know how we make no keep the problem I give them a cure with a fresh new album I'm a rider, provider Bring the heat, girl, I will bring the fire Everybody, welcome back. This is Food for Thought. Thoughts if it were you. Season 2, and this is your host, Neogentrix. I don't know how you all have been, but I hope y'all are all doing really, really well. It's currently, and I kid you not, about 22, 23 degrees here in Houston, and there is a snowstorm blowing our asses off. So, but... As long as everyone's at home and staying warm, everything will be alright. It is 2am right here where I am. Today's topic, we're going to go back to interpersonal skills. I told y'all there was still a lot more stuff to cover, and there's a lot of things I want to get to. So today we're going to cover charisma. What is it? We're going to define it. We're going to figure out what it is, if it's something that could be learned, something that is taught, and how to be more charismatic, if you know what I mean. So... Picking up where I left off, and it's been a while, so that's a long way to go back. What is charisma? That's the question. Charisma, in the sense, is the quality of being able to attract, charm, or influence those around you. It's usually easy to identify when someone is charismatic. It's, however, often harder to say exactly what skills or qualities those people have that um, other less charismatic people lack. That's kind of a little hard to say. I mean, to be fair, it's not exactly a, an accurate assessment or judgment, but it beats being prejudiced, if you know what I mean. So to make things more complicated than what I just said, there are, are different types of charismatic people. Okay, so some may be quieter than others, perhaps relying more on their personal charm than their words to influence others. And then there's others who are passionate communicators sweeping everyone along with their enthusiasm. Nothing wrong with this, but ultimately charisma is the result of excellent communication and interpersonal skills. It is therefore possible to develop and improve your char uh, charisma through these uh, functions. And one of the things we're going to do today is we're going to... Like I said before, we're going to define charisma, talk about developing influence, and how to develop uh, affability. So, let's get in there and get started. Alright everybody. So, I did my research, as I always do, before I go into any topic that I wish to cover. So, like I said before, we're going to define what the heck charisma is. So, in order to do this, let's go to the University of Toronto and find out what they've found out. Because if I'm not mistaken, this was one of the areas they studied as well. Uh, and I think their study for charisma involved like about a thousand people. Anyway. This is what they pretty much found out. 
Okay, they found that charisma consists of uh, a mixture of what they call ability and influence. Everybody's got a different set of both. Influence was defined as the leadership ability and strength of presence for that person. Whereas the ability was defined as being approachable, pleasant to be around, you know, that sort of thing. It turns out to be... It turns out to be possible to quantify charisma in a sense that, you know, it almost seems that, you know, self-rated charisma levels are actually surprisingly accurate when compared with ratings of other people based off of the way they act and the perform, whether naturally or such. Anyway, to quantify the amount of charisma that you have based off of these factors that they use to define uh, charisma. You can rate yourself on a scale of one to five, where five is the highest, against six specific statements. And these will help you define just how much charisma you really have. Now, let's start with this. I am someone who is, and then now I'm gonna list all six of these, and now you can decide, based off these answers, rating yourself between one to five, just how much charisma you have, okay? So, um, I'll tell you how the score works out at the end. So just work with me here to come up with a number for each one of these. And then uh, I'll show you how to total out in the end. So, number one. I am someone who, one, has a presence in a room. I didn't think about that. Two, has the ability to influence people. Okay. Three knows how to lead a group four makes people feel comfortable whether around them with them or you know so on five smiles at people often even if it's not for any particular reason and then six can get along with anyone now give you a split second to come up with your scores for each one of those total them out and then I want you to take that total for each one of them, like if one was a four, two was a three, uh, you know, so on, each one down, add those totals up. Then I want you to divide that total by six, and that's what gives you your charisma value. It's just a way of weighting just how much charisma or an approximate amount of charisma that you have. Anything over 3.7 is considered higher than average. Unfortunately for me, and this is not something I'm actually proud of, but mine's came out pretty high. You want to know the real number, you're going to have to message me, though. But it's just a good way to, you know, build up a little self-confidence and understand just how much weight you carry with your influence. Everybody's a little bit different. If you're not sure, but everyone's always telling you you need to be careful of your actions because it influences a lot of people, this is one way to kind of weigh it out and get a, a rough estimate on just how much damage you can actually do. We're going to take a short break and then we're going to talk about developing influence. All right, everybody, continuing on, let's talk about developing that influence that we mentioned before. So, there are statements used to assess charisma that show that influence generally has uh, three distinct parts, okay? The first thing is your presence, okay? 
Next is your ability to influence along with, you know, your ability to lead. Those are the three things. Presence is perhaps like the most difficult to define and pin down. However, those with presence can generally be said to be confident and believe in themselves. They're usually optimistic and resilient in the face of, you know, general setbacks and other things of that nature. In other words, charismatic people are confident people, or at least they have the ability to appear confident, even if they aren't 100% confident. Being confident to communicate in various different situations, one-on-one, in groups, in front of audiences, is a skill that many people struggle to even do, whereas a charismatic person can not only appear confident in different communications, but they can also help others to feel confident, thus aiding and enhancing in their communication. Uh, processes between them, other people, so on and so forth. Charismatic people are confident in a positive way, uh, without being boastful, egotistical, prideful, things of that nature. As with confidence, charismatic people are rather, or uh, have the ability to appear um, optimistic. In other words, this means that they see the best in other people, situation, events, uh, problems, they usually remain cheerful, bounce back. Uh, they, again, they have a good set of resilience. Charismatic people have the capability to encourage others to see things as they do. Thus, they can also enthuse and enable other people to feel more optimistic themselves. Like they actually have the power to do something about it, even if the situation seems hopeless. In other words, positive thinking, okay? Positive thinking and optimism can be very powerful forces for successful negotiations, uh, problem solving, things of that nature. Okay? Charismatic people also have a good persuasive and influencing ability. Uh, They can often make people want uh, what they want and unite them for a common unified goal. Though with this ability comes a lot of setbacks and a lot of negative draws, so Keep in mind that just because a person's charismatic and it's someone that you want to follow, you gotta make sure that the goals that they're aiming towards is actually something worth uh, following. So, as with any other ability, this ability can be both good and bad. Okay, charismatic leaders may be able to influence and encourage their followers to do things that might even seem impossible. They can motivate people to do hard jobs. A charismatic, uh, confident. Uh, uh, rather, let me try it again. A charismatic confidence trickster, however, is the opposite of that. They may use their skills to gain the trust and respect of all of their victims before ultimately extorting them for all their money, valuables, or otherwise. So, this is something to keep in mind. And then the final characteristic classified as part of influence for a charismatic person uh, is that people often have very good leadership skills. Okay? Now, this may be seen by a lot of people as natural-born leaders, even though they often spend years honing their skills to make leadership seem effortless. They're not natural leaders. They've had to practice, okay? They're able to use a variety of different leadership styles to suit the, the circumstances that they're in, and those that are leading. I'm sorry, those that they are leading. So, with that being said, they're usually very good at developing and communicating a compelling vision, something that gets the people riled up. Their general communication skills are usually extremely strong. So it's definitely something to look forward to um, when they speak. Like They give you a reason to want what they want. So 
All right. I know that was a lot of information all in a small, small time span, but you know, I, I want to make sure I, I thoroughly explain this as best as I can where you guys can understand it. So we're going to take a short break here and then we're going to talk about how to develop affability. Now, much like developing your influences, to have a lot of charisma or to develop your charisma, you also have to develop your affability. The main areas of affability are the ability to get on with people, smiling often, and genuinely being able to make people feel comfortable around you, near you, things of that nature. Perhaps the most important element of this is good emotional intelligence. I don't remember if I covered that or not, if I have. And, uh, I'll definitely cover it in a future episode. So, something else to look forward to. The ability to appear confident or optimistic. If you're not required, uh, if you are not required, uh, uh, how do I want to put this? You have to appear confident and optimistic. If you're not, it requires a certain amount of acting on your part. Now, while this may seem like you're just putting on a fake, a fake face in front of other people, a lot of times that is necessary. But you have to be in control of your emotions. This is the only drawback to this, okay? You also need to be able to harness both your own and the other person's emotions positively in a certain way to achieve what it is that you're trying to achieve. Charismatic people are very good at showing true emotions when this works to their best advantage. They're usually also good at masking or acting in a certain way that makes others believe what they see, even if it's not what is real. The analogy of a swimming swan is useful in this example as calm and serene on the surface but with a lot of hidden activity out of view to the casual observer. When you see a swan swimming on the water, the water looks smooth, like silk, it's not bubbling, it's not splashing, nothing. But underneath the water, that little quacker is kicking up a storm and swimming like crazy just to propel himself forward. Now, charismatic people are also very interesting in the sense that others want to listen to what they have to say because they give that kind of presence. This is partly because they have interesting things to say uh, and a very compelling vision. Partly the way they communicate has something to do with this, okay? In a matter of speaking, they are good storytellers, okay? With engaging, uh, engaging manner of speaking and explaining, they're able to communicate their message clearly, concisely, uh, being able to be serious when they need to be serious, injecting humor where appropriate to keep their audiences attentive and focused, you know, and when they're on a one-on-one -on -one or small group situation, charismatic people will use open, relaxed body language, including lots of eye to uh, uh, contact. They will watch for feedback from their audience and even clarify their position accordingly as they speak. When in larger groups or making a presentation to others, body language should become more exaggerated uh, in an attempt to include everybody that they're trying to talk to. So essentially they're incorporating everybody and adjusting how they act, move, and feel based off of the way that everyone who's watching them is reacting to what they're saying or doing. Charismatic people are also interesting that in a way that they genuinely want to listen to what others have to say, not just push their agenda. 
okay? They're likely to ask open-ended questions to help them understand the views, opinions, and feelings of others. And because of their ability to make others feel at ease, will often give heartfelt or honest answers as a reply. Essentially, charismatic people tend to be empathetic uh, and even considerate towards others, remembering details from previous conversations and therefore gaining the respect and trust of that person. So, I guess one way you can look at it is charismatic people are good at building rapport with others. A sincere smile, maintaining contact with their eyes, um, being polite and courteous, is they're just effective ways of getting people on our side and you know making people much more likely to do anything that they ask them to do just because they treated them well and they're nice to them. So just something to keep in mind about how to develop your uh, your affability towards increasing the amount of charisma you have. pretty much it if you're able to build up those two areas enough you can build up your level of charisma to the point where anybody will do just about anything that you ask them to do your affability and your influence weigh a lot on other people and it's you know essentially helps them decide how they want to follow you how they want to listen to you how they wish to believe you or do anything moving forward having to do with you if your charisma level is too high, it can also push people away, so keep this in mind. A lot of people like people who are charismatic, who show high levels of leadership. They're going to want to follow you, but at the same time, the reverse is also true. So, as a way to close this out, um, because we covered a lot of information today. Final thoughts. Okay, well, let's see. Being charismatic involves communicating dynamically with passion and enthusiasm while displaying positive body language, okay, in a nutshell. It involves thinking positively, having optimism, being self-confident, and also being persuasive while building the respect and trust of others at the same time. And while, like I said before, while this may seem like it's difficult at first, with a little practice, anybody can do it and do it really, really well. We can all learn to be more charismatic by developing our interpersonal skills through understanding and practice. Remember that though that however charismatic you are, you still will not be able to please every person all the time. So please don't try. You will burn yourself out. It is exhausting. It's tiring. I'm speaking from, ex uh, from experience here. Uh, it, it's not worth it the effort. It doesn't mean that you don't try. You always want to push to be a better you, but not at the cost of hurting yourself. So keep that in mind. All right. That's it about charisma today. Next time we're going to talk about tact and diplomacy uh, here on this channel. It's been great. I love having you guys. I enjoy the fact that y'all love listening to what I have to say. I love y'all suggestions. Thank you for sticking with me even through these rough times. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. This is Neo Gentrix, Food for Thought, Thoughts If It Were You, signing out.